The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to Telemarketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to do a deep dive into one of the most underutilized and misunderstood channels of marketing, telemarketing. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know to make the most out of your business phone as a marketing channel. Joining us again today is Mark Sullivan, who is a full-stack SaaS marketer leading the multi-channel customer acquisition team at CallRail, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. CallRail provides intuitive software that enables marketers to understand what makes their phone ring through call attribution, routing, and conversion rate optimization services. And so far this week, Mark and I have talked about some of the misconceptions of telemarketing, how to drive inbound telemarketing traffic, the technology you need to analyze your telemarketing strategies, and today we're going to discuss how to optimize your inbound telemarketing campaigns. Here's the fourth installment of Telemarketing Week with Mark Sullivan from CallRail. Mark, welcome back to Telemarketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Happy Thursday. I feel like we've had you on long enough. We can start calling this the MarTech Podcast. (laughs) A little too much? Go for it. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about telemarketing. I know we've covered a lot of grounds, talked about the appropriate ways for our audience to gather the right phone numbers, about how to get them to the right person. Now I want to talk a little bit about how do you understand whether the campaigns you're using are actually effective? How do you understand if you're using your phone the right way? Talk to me about some of the analytics and data that you've seen to help people understand if they're using their business phone appropriately. So the primary data that people come to our company looking to get is attribution of those inbound phone calls. So the marketing teams are trying to understand what is driving these phone calls, what's making the phone ring, so they can do more of that and less of what's not making the phone ring. And we could probably do an entire podcast episode on attribution, but just to make it simple, being able to say this keyword that I'm bidding on in AdWords, for example, or Google Ads now, it produced five times the amount of calls that this other keyword did. And perhaps the CPC on that particular keyword is lower when you factor in the volume that's coming from it in terms of lead acquisition over the phone. So primarily people are using us to attribute phone calls and then optimize the sources and campaigns that are producing those. In addition to the content, understanding what content someone's looking at prior to making a phone call to your business is incredibly important for that contextual element 
and understanding how your content elaboration is driving inbound phone calls as well. There is other operational optimization that many of our customers do, but I'd say call attribution is sort of the gateway drug. (laughs) So the thing that occurs to me is you're talking about attribution and you're saying you can figure out that a specific Google AdWords campaign is more successful because it's driving a certain number of phone calls. What I don't understand is how you assign value and ROI to a phone call. How do you evaluate that as a marketing channel and then feed it back into your system? Is somebody going in and saying that was a $500 phone call? Many people use it in different ways. So I'll go through a few of the most common ways. So some people use our automated lead scoring model. It's a machine learning model that we built out and is over 90% effective at determining whether this is a good lead or not. So it's a binary classification. Is this caller a good lead or not? And that's based on a lot of information about the call itself, the conversation, the words that are said, but also the call metadata as well. So that's one way that people rely on sort of our automated classification. For high volume businesses, that can become much more effective than listening to calls and sort of rating them and putting values in. But the other way is that people end up qualifying these in other systems. And whether they integrate CallRail with those systems or not, they know that this lead came in. So let's say that they're pushing their leads from CallRail to Salesforce, for example. So they know how the lead came in. And they know basically what happens in terms of revenue and sales stages beyond that. So then they're able to see, okay, this data from CallRail tells me that this keyword is associated with this amount of revenue in my CRM, for example. This can be done without a CRM as well. Many of our customers export their call data into spreadsheets if they're smaller companies. And even if they're agencies, they sometimes do this for the reporting to their clients that the marketing agencies are working on behalf of. And they get as low in the funnel as they can with the data they can access for that client. And they basically attribute those calls all the way back to the spend, which really is an effective way to give you full closed-loop ROI for a lead interaction or lead capture event that has been offline for most businesses. So being able to tie the spend and the actual revenue and close that loop gives you really a fantastic understanding of a return on your ad spend, return on your marketing efforts. So essentially, you could tie in your call data and classify whether a call is a good lead or a bad lead, and then start tying that into your CRM, or you could do it outside of your CRM to understand what the revenue is per call. How do you think about conversions? Do you have a sense of people that have placed a phone call to our business are X more likely to convert? Are there any rules of thumb about how valuable that phone call is? Yeah, so... BIA Kelsey is an analyst group that does a survey of local business owners, an SMB survey. And they do this, I think it's every year, perhaps even with greater frequency. And whenever they ask what types of lead channels are the most valuable, far and away, phone calls are considered the most valuable year after year, which is surprising to many people because even retail, in-store sort of brick and mortar retail businesses say the same thing, that a phone call is more valuable than in-store visit because they can they can qualify or disqualify right on the phone before they're taking a valuable rep time, floor rep time in the store. And I find that interesting from perspective of the digital age that we're in and this sort of cannibalization of text messaging and our peer-to-peer interactions where phone calls are maybe decreasing and text messaging is sort of cannibalizing that. It's not happening with businesses. And I think there's some misunderstanding about the trends that are happening with businesses We're actually seeing the call volume go up 
and not down to businesses in the midst of text messaging doing the opposite with peer-to-peer and family and friends interactions. So broadly, the market studies that BI Kelsey has done, it says that calls are incredibly valuable for the companies that are tracking that and are looking at where their leads come in. Turns out person-to-person interaction is actually a really effective way to market a product. Yeah, exactly. And human-to-human connection is still important. Get out of here. (laughs) In terms of conversion rates for calls that are happening that come through your website, understanding that content, like what content they're on when they make the phone call, if phone calls are a primary CTA or even a secondary CTA to a form fill or some other call to action you have there, when you throw in phone calls into the analysis, especially for marketing agencies that have used our product, they realize they have been basically missing out on all these conversions in their reporting to their clients because they're going in a black hole in terms of reporting when they pick up the phone to call. So conversion rates, it's important to understand all the interactions that someone can take on a page that qualifies a conversion. And then looking at the content of the page itself with that number of forms and calls to understand what the conversion rates are. And many people use our platform to optimize content as well. I think that's a big question for a lot of different marketing channels and marketers out there is that I'm getting these disparate sources of data. How do I unify them? How do I put them all together? I think specifically with the phone where it's a different medium, where you're going from a digital communication to non-digital, how do you basically take that data and tie it all together and make sure that you understand what phone calls are touching what leads and evaluate them? In terms of integrating the data into other analytics systems, what advice do you have for marketers? Pick one and pull all the data into that one. (laughs) That's my advice, but it's still really challenging. To your point about fragmentation of where data lives, it's incredibly challenging to get all lead interaction types into one platform. So if it's live chat leads that are coming in through Drift, Intercom, Olark, one of the live chat tools, you may have your phone calls coming in through CallRail. You may have your form submissions coming in through HubSpot or Unbounce or Gravity Forms, for example. So unifying all that data is really challenging. And I just gave a talk at SMX about multi-touch attribution holistically across all those different lead interaction mediums. And it's challenging. It's sort of a dense subject. But I'd say at a baseline, it's really, really important to connect these tools to an analytics application that you're using. So when you're evaluating a tool, whether it's a call tracking tool or a form building tool or a live chat tool, you need to make sure that those platforms integrate with the analytics applications that you're using. And if they don't, you have to figure out a way to get the data from the attribution platform, forms, chat, or whatever into the analytics so that you can see it all in one place. And that's still a big challenge for marketers. And we're working on trying to solve that here at CallRail. We're particularly interested in attributing... We do form attribution as well. And we're sort of working on a person-based model in our database to unify a lot of the data that we collect on sessions that's similar to Google Analytics and unify that into a person view that allows you multi-touch attribution capabilities. So it's still a challenge, but I'd say when you buy these things before you get operational equity into them and the pain of switching becomes too great to consider, pick an analytics application that is fairly widespread in its use and its interoperability and leverage the data from these platforms and fire it into there. And we definitely do that. We integrate with Google Analytics, Google AdWords, Bing, Facebook, all the analytics tools that our customers use day to day. 
I'll be totally honest. As a marketer, the things that I have a blind spot in terms of understanding them theoretically, but having trouble being able to apply them are programmatic ad buying and multi-touch attribution. Like I get the concepts, but putting them into practice and reality, it's always head spinning to me for both. For some reason, programmatic ad buying just confuses the crap out of me. (laughs) And then multi-touch attribution, it's like you never know how to evaluate how much credit to give any specific channel. And I always think that's a, a really complicated, meaty topic. I don't think you're alone. It's a challenge for us internally. I think many people think that enterprises have this all figured out. And we're not an enterprise. We have, just to give an idea of size to listeners, we have about 170, 180 employees. And we don't have this figured out. I mean, we're constantly tooling and building our own custom models and custom data flows to make sure we get the data in the right place. So this is challenging even for us. And I talk to people at enterprises, huge companies. This is a huge challenge for them too. They have data siloed everywhere. So pulling all that in really requires, you have to know SQL and you have to know how to query different databases and then apply functions to bring it all together into a view. And there's even some statistical analysis that enters in there. And one thing that people don't understand about multi-touch attribution that I think is sort of the bedrock understanding that we all need to have that if we want to do it right is identity resolution. Identity resolution is basically figuring out who is doing what, interacting with our brand. And if you don't have that, then you can't narrate a thread or chronology of interactions and touch points that lead to revenue. And we're relying every day as marketers on different identity resolution systems. So Google Analytics has its own. Google AdWords leverages a lot of the same identity resolution, but it also has its own. And the same for all these other ad platforms and analytics tools. They all have their own identity resolution where they give us a user cookie right when we visit a website. And that ID sort of follows us through as we use the same device and browser. But other tools, they use different methods, different identity resolution methodology in general to be redundant. And it gets challenging to understand that. So I sort of recommend you need to understand that at a minimum before you can even get into multi-touch. Yeah, tying a pixel to an email address to a phone number across multiple different systems and then understanding what the ad impressions that connected to those IDs is a really complicated topic. Let's just go back to talking about telemarketing and some of the analytics behind that. Are there any other metrics? We talked about attribution. We talked about ROI, reconciliation. Are there any other forms of data or analysis that you recommend people conduct to try to understand the value that their phone is bringing to their business? The next category I talk about is really operational optimization. We have a suite of tools that we call conversation intelligence. These tools essentially use data that's captured on the call itself to transcribe, to spot keywords in the conversation, to highlight certain phrases that are mentioned frequently on calls, to sort of understand the nature of those interactions so that sales teams can optimize those interactions to increase revenue. So there's a bunch of rich data on these interactions that we talked about attribution, but really the call itself, even the metadata, just when the call happened, was it picked up? Did it go to voicemail? These kinds of things really help us optimize operationally to make sure that we're training our sales team the right way to answer the phones or our front desk staff and understanding what is resonating. Some of the words that people mention on calls may not be what we're going after in our paid search campaigns, for example. The way that people talk about our product may be different. There's quite a bit within these calls in the call data itself to extract from many different functions of the business and sales and marketing particularly. I'm thinking about the types of metrics that you're talking about. 
in terms of satisfying the needs of three different parts of an organization. There is your attribution. So your marketing team understands where the call came from so they can assign value. There's your revenue attribution, which your finance team needs to know to figure out what money is coming in and should they continue to invest in funding whatever is driving the phone calls. And then there is your operational metrics for your sales team or your operations team to understand how those calls are being processed. Are they valuable? And are they being handled in an appropriate fashion? So that's like time to response and things along those lines. Yeah, that's a succinct way to put it. I, I think that the other component in there is also just routing the calls. And I think this falls in the operations category as well. But using the data in the operational bucket, calls by time and day, calls by agent to sort of route calls and treat these leads, optimize how they're treated better is also in that bucket. Yeah, absolutely. There's a million different ways to skin a cat. And I think that there's so much data that marketers don't realize is out there related to managing a business phone. It's one of the reasons why I'm excited to bring telemarketing week to people to have them realize that it's not just the outbound spam campaigns that they're thinking about. So with that said, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech podcast. Thanks to Mark Sullivan from CallRail for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Mark's tips for building an effective telemarketing strategy, we've published an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning for the last episode of Telemarketing Week when we discuss the future of telemarketing. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Mark, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. Send him a tweet at Mark Sullivan, B-A-R-K-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, or you can visit his company's website at callrail.com. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of our episodes and contact information for all of our guests. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you, so we built benjshap.com question, where you can submit your questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My personal handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Telemarketing Week, we've got great episodes lined up for the rest of the month. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.